Hi, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Cat Hamilton, um, Cat Hamilton's Musings. So yeah, I just wanted to share something kind of quickly, really, ish, <laughs> um, about this time that we find ourselves in, um, and that you know it's time potentially for a call to interaction rather than fighting what's happening you know in the beginning when when everything shut down I felt myself getting angry and upset and my freedom's been taken away and what what's going on nothing feels right this is this is wrong this is wrong I had conspiracy theories coming at me from everywhere and I was like just you know I could feel that it was affecting my, my mental health and how I felt and so it just occurred to me that throughout history, civilizations are brought to this place that we find ourselves in, freedom taken away, living under uncertainty and fear. However, we can never really be free within duality, for freedom's always relative to something else, therefore not free of itself. The only place that we are truly free is within consciousness or we have the ability to be free within consciousness. Um, generally, we make it our prison and torture ourselves and carry infinite amounts of fears and doubts and worries and endless um, thoughts of inadequacy. But you know, in this experience we're having, this life is the only place that fear and evil can exist, inverted commas, for they are the opposite of reality, the infinite perfection that's already established. You know, I, I see life as there's just one thing. You magnify down anything far enough, it's the same material, and that's all that exists. It's life existing within itself for itself and through itself. It's, it's completely self-sustaining. Um, and we make it our interpretation of what we believe it to be because we've identified and created labels instead of just seeing inf infinite perfection everywhere. So to me, it seems that it's inevitable in each lifetime or experiencing consciousness, if you like, that humans face crisis, slavery in some way, and that people have always stood up to fight against the system and the injustices. You know, it's we're fighting against ourselves, we're fighting against beliefs and identifications. And when I was in the throes of panic, of, oh my God, what's happening? This isn't right. I, I heard a voice in meditation say to me, put down your sword. And it was like, wow, okay, I'm, I'm again, I'm fighting, I'm standing up, I'm fighting, you know. And what am I fighting against but me, but my thoughts and my allowing myself to believe that infinite perfection can be imperfect when the only place that is imperfect is within my consciousness, you know. And so it felt, I kind of feel that 
you know, we've evolved far enough that most of us on in this experience now know more. We're all able to see similarly, hold space for new awarenesses in consciousness, the evolution of our past experiences has brought us here where we're we're more aware and that that now it feels like you know it's time for an inner change that we put down our swords you know consciousness evolves within each of us and that there is enough of us aware now spiritually to make the change collectively within consciousness and so when we hold the truth of our being as spiritual then we can approach uncertain times from there rather than from within the illusion within the fear that we've created in consciousness it's just self-fighting self if if life is self-fulfilling and existing within itself for itself it is ultimately self-fulfilling but once it's been separated and seen in duality it's just fighting against itself potentially through our expression of it I mean nothing ultimately really happens it's just a fight within perceived individual consciousness you know Um, we can't change or fix a perceived problem with the same mind that created it you know so you can't fix an illusion from within the illusion when we hold the the truth of ourselves in consciousness the infinite oneness the perfection and take that into our day knowing that everything that we we meet in this experience is life itself limited by a a label or a belief that it's something else you know be that a person or a thing or anything we limit it and give it properties and um, things that it's able to do or be Um, and then create more problems from there because I know for myself when I've gone into a space of there is no person you know there, there is no spoon there is no anything um, I can come out of any heavy attachment or association to it because I realize that I've created the story because of the belief in there's me and and another uh, so therefore there's a an ability to have a narrative um, but when, I, when it's just, there is no other, there is only life, and I approach it from that place, then it responds back to me through that acknowledgement, if you like. It's, it's kind of hard to, to, to explain. So, you know, for example, if um, you use the analogy of the Garden of Eden, okay, so... We're living in oneness, people are just completely taken care of, you know, you don't have to think of anything. And then the introduction of the, the snake, the food, the, 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 the knowledge, good and evil, you know. 
don't eat of the the apple. Um, but then as soon as another thing is introduced into consciousness, then bang, you're taken straight out of the perfection of it. It didn't go anywhere, it still exists. It's just that it's not in our conscious anymore because we filled it with, what about that? What about this? Fear comes in, worry comes in, doubt comes in, and we're thrown into the world to toil, struggle. That's the nature of duality. You know, that's where we always find ourselves. Life is continually this or that, dual. You know, it's always going to be experienced as that when seen as that but then you know you can again be in the world but not of it so uh, I'm I'm not a religious person and I've used two um, biblical analogies um, but the the it can help make sense in some ways if that's where you've you've you know it's been based in you um, your your understanding if you like so uh, if if I think of, say, you know, a time where in, in Vipassana I'm in complete agony and I'm in pain and I'm reacting, I'm connected, I'm identified. And then when I was able to step back and observe, I could detach and I wasn't, I wasn't affected. You know, I could notice the pattern of the pain rather than resisting it. Um, I had an experience recently where I stubbed my toe like really badly on the bedside post and my toe was sticking out at a right angle from my foot and my little toe and the pain went through me like oh my god what have I done oh my god and I just I just sat down on the bed and I just took a deep breath and I just held my foot and I just went into the space of there is no toe there is no body breathe, 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 and I allowed, and I I deepened into it, and I let it go. My foot went black, my toe came back in, I, I'd held it, it just, it came back in, but it was painful as hell, and so I, I just kept saying there's only infinite consciousness, you know, there's nothing within itself that can harm itself, there's nothing within itself that's unlike itself, nothing can harm infinite perfection and so I just kept holding that for a good five minutes or so and I was able to feel the dissipation of the pain. I got up and I walked around very gingerly but I was able to move around and I had broken my toe um, but I was like there is no toe. <laughs> Put my shoe on um, and walked into town, which is a mile and a half. And I just walked. There is no, there is no body. There is no person. There is no toe. Uh, you know. And I, I just held that space of knowing, not in pretending, not in counteracting, but in knowing. In you know, this is this is what I know. This is what I believe. This is what I've seen. This is. This is my truth, you know. Um, and I walked into town and I walked back. Yeah, when I put my attention there, I could feel t twinges. But it never stopped me and nothing changed. I just carried on. 
and I walk through life from that place of, you know, if I find that I'm, I've been walking for a lot and I'm walking home and I've got a blister, for example, and I've really identified and tuned into that as being my whole thing and this is what's happening. It's hell. And I can still have two miles to go, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to get home. And so I'll create that whole story and I'll get absorbed in it and I'll completely believe and identify in it. But then when I stop and go, just one more step, one more step, there's only one step, there's only the next step, there's only the next step. And I detach and I step back and I observe again and I'm just in a different space. Then I walk without any problem. But as soon as I project into, oh my God, how far have I got to go? I'm never going to do it. I'm in so much pain. Da, 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 da. And I, I just shut myself down and, and I can't take another step, you know. But when I empower and live from that consciousness of knowing the perfection, then I tap into that and it becomes available it becomes an experience then that I I have you know so yeah so it kind of feels that we're living through this these experiences by um, however much we identify to them and what power we give them and what story and narrative we are believing at that time you know so are we living through um, times where everything's going to change? We're going to have chips put in us. We're going to have this, this and this. The powers that be are going to do this, this and that. You know, and, and you'll find everything that will support what you're looking for. And it's easy, you know, as soon as you put your head in one aspect of anything you will find everything that you need to support it confirmation bias you know you you're going to see things that 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 you believe to be true um so when i stopped after hearing put down your sword and i just took my mind completely away from those thoughts everything changed i opened up my myself to relaxing, to walking every day, to tending my allotment, to focusing on my creativity, expanding my photography. Um, yeah, I just don't even see those things. I don't listen to the news. I don't have any of those fear things in my experience, in my consciousness. So therefore, they're not there. Um, they're not having an impact on me in the same way that they they may be on someone else. So, and it's not in the sense of burying your head. It's in the sense of knowing that it's all infinite consciousness and it will be whatever you say it is and you will find it to be that for you. So do you live this experience in fear and anxiety and worry um, and struggle or do you live it from a place of knowing that there is only itself fulfilling itself through itself and for itself that you know life is existing within itself 
and you are the, the, the creator of that experience because it's your consciousness that you're, you're experiencing. Nothing is happening anywhere else but within consciousness because there is nowhere else. You know, how can, can, you, can you pinpoint anywhere that you start and, and end? Can you pinpoint an experience anywhere outside that you can see happening? Where does it start? What are you looking at? What's the projection? What is, you know, all of it, you, you just, when you question it, there's nothing there apart from a, an experience in consciousness. You know, the, the pain and the suffering and the everything else that you feel feels so real because we're so identified and this wouldn't be what it is without that ability to have the emotion or the feeling attached and connected to it and that's what perpetuates these experiences continually you know so every one of us is having a different experience even if it it looks on mass levels that we're having the same experience we're not nobody is nobody can because we're all living from and where we are so it's all relative um like I said before, you you can't have freedom within something that relates to another thing. You know, it's all relative to something else when you live within duality. So, um, yeah, so time to put down our swords, eh? Time to create from consciousness because whatever we create within consciousness is the next experience it's what we see next that's where we we hold and move from that's that's the place where we walk into and live from if if all i see is infinite perfection and nothing that needs fixed that is what i experience you know if i if i see a problem or something that needs fixed i fix it within me and i I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, to whatever I'm looking at, to within my consciousness, to release that possibility from my, my belief, my thinking, because I'm holding infin infinite perfection with the possibility of being imperfect. So why would I do that, you know? Um, yeah, it's incredible. I think, you know, the more I continue on my adventures the more I um, experience and, and observe the more I can understand and create from that place I mean I'm not saying that I don't have problems and I don't look out into the world and see duality and experience duality I understand it so I can remove my attachment to it and not have the as strongly visceral reaction if you like so um to things that are happening now mostly i think what i'm having um reactions around or experiences that are really strong is past experiences in consciousness so you know I was recently on the battlefield in Edge Hill and it took me back in my mind to 
been on the battlefield in Culloden when I'd visited in, in this lifetime um, with the family and, and the, the oppressiveness and the sadness and the, the, the deep connection I felt to it. Like, I feel like my, I be, I'm part of the land in Scotland and, and I believe that it's because of, of this. Um, and so it came up really strongly last weekend and I connected to it and I was in a field transported to ready for battle. I'm, I'm there, you know, in the mud, in, the, in fear with other men ready to go and fight for our cause, you know, feeling indignant feeling like yeah this is right we're gonna stand up and fight and slaughtered you know start of the clearances start of a new way of life get rid of the highlanders stop their way of living you know um again duality fighting and standing up for something that we've made to mean something and from a human perspective, if you believe yourself to be a human being, then yeah, you're always going to stand up. And I've always stood up in this lifetime. You know, I've always been there for the underdog. I've always been supporting and helping and, you know, finding more people that need that. But then removing that, that need from me to, to find people to fix. I have no people around me and I see no people in my experience who need fixed because I don't treat or see life as something that needs fixed. It's infinite perfection. So how can that need fixed? My perception of infinite perfection being imperfect is what needs fixed. So, yeah. Um, I think when I just take these things into meditation and I sit with them and, and I allow it to swim around. It makes sense and helps me to see why this experience is happening, why I'll go into different aspects of my consciousness and where I feel the, the fears are still rooted occasions and, you know, the, the, the human tendency to question can be there so uh, yeah but the the call for action I think in these times is from within when we all see a world that doesn't need fixed when we all see infinite perfection everywhere that's what we experience we get rid of the this and that we get rid of the duality it no longer becomes part of your consciousness so you can't experience it as such you can only experience what is in your consciousness um, so yeah anyway so that was that was my musings for the day um, yeah I hope it was made sense and that you could relate um, would love to hear any any thoughts or comments that you might have